0: Welcome back to Not Your Babes Podcast. <laughs> Beasley is already <laughs> pissing me off. So that's gonna be fun. Um, but anyways, welcome back. We are happy to be here. Super happy. Des How's your week? It's good, it was good. Same old shit, different day. <laughs> you worked less hours, right? Or uh, yeah, a little bit, but like whatever. Barely. I just yeah. It was a working yeah, sleep. sleep. Yeah. What sleep about or? you? um I had a good week I had a better weekend like I cleared out the podcast room and like did some cleaning and baking I don't know like baking for me is I love when you bake (laughs) (laughs) I love when I bake too but it's like a stress reliever like for me like I don't know what it is about baking but I don't know it's become when I was off work because I was on disability for six months when I started to feel better I just started to bake constantly yeah and it just like brings me some kind of peace and I love it so I've been doing that and I did that a lot this weekend and then I did a lot of cleaning organizing and it just like we talked about it before it just like is a weight lifted off my shoulders yeah it just makes me feel just much better and able to function in my space when yeah it's functional yeah, so, yeah I totally feel that I fucking I hate baking ugh I just like I love cooking you love eating. Yeah, okay. that's what <laughs> I'm <a> good point. <laughs> but you want someone else to make it for you. Yeah. I just I, like, I don't too. I don't like baking. I love cooking and like I could cook all day, like I feel that way about cooking. Yeah, and you're good at it too. But just like baking I mean, a signature, stuffed chicken with feta. And literally, does okay. <laughs> I just have to say this, so I was thinking about this today. What was I I was doing something with cheese. I was like grating cheese. Maybe it was yesterday. I was grating cheese because I was making like a gluten-free mac and cheese. And all I could think about was, like, Dez would, like, she'll literally eat the shredded mozzarella out of the bag. She wants oh, cheese curds. So good. I've never met someone who loves cheese more than Desiree. Or Dez, sorry. And <laughs> I just, like, have never met, like, cheese is literally I your I love ice. cheese. But when she makes this feta, I just always picture her, like, taking, like, the feta and just, like, cutting it like a regular brick of cheese and just eating a chunk of it. <laughs> she just, looks like, like <laughs> okay, one for you. Two for me yeah literally like one for the chicken two for me and then <laughs> I start doing it because I'm like mm, that looks good yeah and like that is so good yeah do you remember when my grandma was in the hospital and I mm. literally we went to the grocery yeah. store and I just I bought, bought whatever she needed and then yeah I brought a bag of shredded cheese to just eat while we were sitting with her in the hospital and this you were like, so cute. disgusted and I'm just like and life I oh, like like cheese curds on a poutine and don't tell me it's poutine because I don't care. No. It's poutine. When they get all like melty, those. Oh. But I like them when they're like that. But you'll literally eat them on the bag. Like when we used to go to the, there's like this maple syrup festival, and mm-hmm. it hasn't been on now. It'll be two years, I think, or no, yeah, what? Two, two years, years month. Yeah, and like Dez, her family literally goes as like a tradition. Mm-hmm. And they like she would just get like cheese curds, so or, like back baked on the bun with cheese. Yeah, but like if I think Dez, I think cheese. Have you ever been inside Mario's? <laughs> she takes the whole parmesan brick well some there's this one server that she literally will just leave it yeah she just leaves the i know which server. one she is i literally every time we go at or when well, we used to go i would write a like i would write a review about her oh, and she let let she's awesome but she also kind of makes me feel uncomfortable sometimes i'm like you don't know who I am. What do you mean? Yeah, she literally like knows you. <laughs> by I name, knows girl orders. That's like me. There's like a local Indian place downtown that I go, and they literally know like my top three orders. Yeah. Will you be having the butter chicken, the korma, or that like? And it's like, oh, this is embarrassing. Like, it's nice. they have me it on, on Instagram. Feels- they literally commented, <laughs> and when I got engaged, they were like, "Congratulations!" <laughs> and it's like Diana's downtown. I love them. Shout out to them. They're so yeah. good. But it's like, okay, that's funny though. <laughs> so like we both like to eat a lot like yeah. food is amazing yeah so that's cool though that like i i it's like a love and hate because it's like okay it's cool that they know you <laughs> yeah and it feels like like a mom and pop shop yeah now. yeah but at the same time it's like oh that's kind of embarrassing yeah, yeah. like <laughs> diana soundtown just said happy happy engagement or happy birthday like literally happy birthday you know have like hey girl happy birthday yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, but anyways, on the topic of our weeks, I don't know, did anything interesting or fun happen? I mean, it's really boring right now. We can't do anything fun. Yeah, honestly, I just, like, yesterday, because obviously we're filming a couple days before. Yeah. We released this. Um, so, anyways, my Saturday. I actually got to just, like, chill and relax. Oh, and, nice. like, I played outside with my nephew, <coughs> which is, like, so is nice. so cute. He, he is. is. And I was saying to Naomi, I text her because he really likes Justin Bieber. Aww. Like, loves. And... He really likes the song holy. Yeah, me too. So he's like, Auntie, can you put this on? I'm like, of course, the whatever. <laughs> so I put it on and we always dance to it together. But Aww. he like he just like melts into me and we just like danced in the sunshine and I just felt so full. Aww. And like and that's I'm, what you needed. I'm crying right now. <laughs> but yeah, I just felt like so full and like he like kissed my cheek and like mm-hmm. he's just so sweet and like moments like that. I'm trying not to cry. Wow, I have a ball. Um, cause I already made you cry cause I read her my vows. Yes. <laughs> um, moments like that, like kind of like bring me back to reality and I'm like, okay, you know what? I had a shit week because mm-hmm. not, I wouldn't say a shit week, but just like I'm stressed because all I do is work and like, I feel like I have no free time and whatever. Um, but it's just like moments like that, it brings me back and I'm like, okay. So like it shows you what life's all about, right? Yeah. Like, and it's like what I talked about last week about. Um, like, you know how I had a really shit day, and then mm. at the end of the day, I was making the baby at work laugh, yeah. and, like, his belly laughs and his, like, love just, like, brought me back to reality and, like, kind of snapped me out of my shitty funk. Because yeah. when you just get into that funk... Yes. Yeah. I know it all too well, And actually. it's been really funky in the past couple of weeks, okay. so I will say that in a good way, so... No, I feel that for but sure. But the sunshine on Saturday really helped. Yeah. Honestly, it was, like it was so weird like it was like the sun just like beaming down right at oh. us like it was yeah. it's a moment meant to be yeah um anything else no i don't think so mm. we just finished recording episode eight because this will be seven yeah um with a special guest yeah so we're super excited about that and it went really well and that, um, that podcast episode will be releasing next week yeah so look forward to that and like tune in it's It's very educational, and I feel like it's a topic that's not, um... Often talked about or talked about enough. Talked about enough, yeah. Mm -hmm. So we're really excited about that. We, um... Something that I really like about, like, us starting this podcast is even, like, regardless of, like, the fact that we've just recently started, I feel like it's led already to so many different connections Mm -hmm. with people that we wouldn't have connected with if we didn't. I agree. So that aspect's really cool. Yeah, I love that. I really... I feel really good about that. Um... So, we asked last week if there was anything that um, the listeners wanted to hear, and we had someone um, say that they wanted to hear more about, like, spirituality, or, like, like our, our, views on it. our views on it, and our connection with it, and if we had any suggestions or books, or how we got into it. Yeah. Um, I'll um, go first, I yeah, guess, because I don't really, like, i. I'm trying to lead more of, like, a spiritual life, because I feel like I wasn't really open to that, like... Yeah. aspect of it kind of thing yeah um but like recently I've been trying to live like a glass half full life mm-hmm. rather than like my glass is half empty yeah um so I wouldn't say I'm like a super spiritual person I would like to be and I'd like to learn more about it um one thing that I have recently started doing is manifesting mm-hmm. and I think it's like such a cool and like liberating thing to do mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of people don't really know about it yeah and like even my sister, she just applied to this job. Um, she graduated school this this week, I think, actually. Yeah. Um, and she saw this job, and it's in her field, and she actually knows the person that's hiring. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you need to speak into existence, and you need to manifest it. Yeah. And she like, looked at me like you fucking crazy bitch. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, say it with me. Yeah. I'm like going to get this job. Like yeah. this is going to work out. Like yeah. yeah. And it's just like, I remember growing up. Um, I had this friend, her name's Taylor, I don't know if she's listening, but we're not really that great of friends anymore for no reason, but, um, (laughs) we, uh, she was my best friend growing up, and we read this book, and it's called The Secret. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, and there's a movie on Netflix, and I want to watch it, and it's so cool, because it's like... If you believe it, it will happen. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, everything you believe is going to happen. Yeah, just, I'm going to win the lottery tomorrow. Like, yeah, come on. You can speak into existence and, like, maybe it'll happen. But, like, it's just, like, putting positive energy and positive thoughts yeah. out into the universe. And, like, yeah, so if anybody doesn't know what it is, it's basically, like, putting out the positivity and it'll come back to you. Yeah. It's, like, almost like circle. It's like having good karma. Yeah. It's like... You want to go and do mean things and and hurt people and constantly put bad energy and bad vibes out there, it's going to come back to you because you're going to lead a negative life. But if you want to lead a positive life, you want to put positive things out there and hope that they're going to come back to you. And usually they do. Yeah. Like, just like I said last week about all the wedding stuff, it's like, once I started like letting go a little bit, I felt like everything just started falling into place. Now, I don't know how it's going to work out in June. Yeah. But... I'm manifesting and I'm putting that positive energy out there hoping that, you know, that will come back to me. Yeah, and, like, I mean, I, I'm i a good person, and I try to be, and I feel like... Um, and good people make mistakes. And oh, good people for sure. do bad shit sometimes. Yeah. But it's, like, I think it's more about when you're, your goal and you're trying to be that good person and you are deep down that good person, regardless of the mistakes that you make, regardless yeah. of the shit that you might do that maybe is not right in that moment, it's, like, at the end of the day, like, you're still trying to be that good person, and that's what matters. And another thing, too, is, like, karma. I believe 100% <laughs> karma. I love watching it fucking hit people or yeah. anything. Yeah, it's like, oh, you treated me like shit? Now, oh, it's coming back full, full circle to you. So, mm-hmm. that yeah. sucks. Yeah. Um. Another thing about spirituality, not with, like, me personally, but I follow this girl on literally everything um and she's local to us what's her name do you remember yeah chelsea taylor oh yeah you told me about her but i don't yeah um but anyways she just like she's not afraid to be who she is and yeah. she just kind of like this is what i believe in this is what i don't believe in if you don't like it that's what there's sucks. the door Bye. yeah and i just like that's kind of been my attitude like the last little bit me and, like, too i love it's it shock. me too it's literally it just you don't even have to like cut people out or anything because like I don't want to be that person but it's like they let themselves out they will let themselves out the door if they don't want to be a part of your life and not saying that like I'm not putting any effort on the other side yeah but I also find like I don't know if you're like this but did you still put so much pressure on yourself to like be so actively engaged in a relationship that it like almost backfired because then people would just expect you to like be kissing their feet yeah (laughs) (laughs) You. I didn't, you know, no, but I get, like, I get what you mean. though. Yeah. Like, you put in so much effort, and then it's like, okay, you stop, and then, oh, yeah. we're not talking. But it's also, like, they effort. almost are waiting for you to just, like, yeah. constantly reach out and constantly put in that effort, and it's like, I'm not, like, I can't be carrying the relationship, and I know that some relationships will be, like, 80, 20, or 20, 80 at different yeah, times. but it can't be like that all the but time. But it can't be like that all the time, and, like, I feel like when you just stop, like, forcing it. Because, like, obviously things will happen naturally. And you're not going to naturally be friends with everybody. You're not yeah. going to naturally like everybody. Like, you're going to have bosses that you hate. You're going to have, you know, people in your life that you don't get along with. But that's okay. You still need to respect each other, you know, unless they do something awful or something to you or vice versa. But, like, at the end of the day, like, you're going – Like, those people who aren't really your people are going to let themselves – Yeah, they'll they'll filter. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, back to the Chelsea Taylor thing – um, so anyway, she lives this life that she just kinda like does her own thing. She doesn't care what other people think. She has uh two kids and she's pregnant with her third kid. And um her grandma recently passed away. Okay. I think it may have been like a year or something. Yeah. Uh, but still fresh. And she's very spiritual like Chelsea is. And she was thirty four weeks and she went into labor and she gave birth to her third baby on her grandma's birthday. Wow. And, like, it's just so crazy to me to, like, think about, like, how... Like, that's not a coincidence. And how is the baby, like, okay? Because 34 weeks is a little bit early. Well, he... I think he had to stay in the ICU for, like, a week or two or something like that. Yeah. But he's doing fine now. Like, he's thriving. Yeah. And it's just, like, it's crazy that, like, that happened on that day. Wow. Yeah, no, absolutely And, like, she's so spiritual and, like, connected... I feel like her grandma, like, they had the kind of, like, a special, special, Mm -hmm. (laughs) special connection. Like, I don't know. I just think that's super cool. Yeah, I I agree. And, you know, I've run into, like, a lot of things like that. Um, There's a couple stories. I don't want to share them on this podcast, certain ones, because they're personal to other people, and I should probably ask first. Yeah. Um, But just some crazy stuff I've seen. And, like, so I, I don't, like, identify as anything specific. I just call myself spiritual as we've talked about in the past and neither of us are religious but there's just things um even surrounding like death yeah uh my beliefs if you listen to Dante's episode are very similar to Dante's um and I feel like I've become more spiritual since my uh, I was trying to think because we were talking to Shell a little bit on the podcast that we're releasing next week about um just briefly about spirituality and I was trying to remember like what it was that changed for me and now I just remembered I think it was when my like I've always been kind of spiritual and my nana's always been like that yeah but like not as actively practicing as I guess yeah um but when my um brain rupture happened which I'll I'll talk about in another episode but like I feel like because not necessarily was it a near-death experience but like it could have been so much worse Yeah, and it was, like, kind of, like, an awakening. Yeah, I feel like people turn to spirituality or religion or something when there's a major event in their life. And I think that for me, like, I realize I need to change my life and value my my life more. Like, start, you know, thinking more and, like, just being more intuitive in general in all aspects. And I feel like with spirituality, like, I try to lead a more positive life, like we were saying. Yeah. Um, and I've been really fascinated lately, like in the last couple weeks, with like death and what happens and like between lives. And so I don't know if you've watched this or you've heard of it, probably haven't watched it because you literally don't watch TV. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's called Surviving Death on Netflix. Okay. And basically, it's people who've had like near death experiences or been like dead for like a few hours or minutes or whatever. What? Like, so like there's a woman in like a kayaking accident. Um, there was someone who had a surgery, and she was literally, like, where they had to literally, like, basically, she was brain dead, and, like, they had to, like, not kill her, but, like, turn her, all of her, like, like, shut all her systems down, like, her brain and her heart and stuff, to perform this surgery, because she had an aneurysm, and, like, it was the only way that they could target the aneurysm, and it was really, it was a really risky thing. No, obviously. But basically, this is fucking crazy, she was... So she was, like, dead. Yeah. Like, and the doctors were even like, what the hell? And she said that she, like, felt like she was outside her body and she could actually watch them do the procedure. And she was naming, like, certain tools and stuff, and just not naming them, but describing certain tools they use, and she was dead on. Like, think, like she said, like, oh, that it kind of looks like an electric toothbrush. The doctor after was like, yeah, like... There's no way she would have known this. Like, if I had to describe it, I would literally say, like, it looks like an electric toothbrush like this, like, machine that yeah. they use and stuff. And it's, like, she was literally, like, saying that she was outside her body watching them perform this. And, like, other people talk about, like, how they didn't have, like, any concept of time and, like, how they, it wasn't scary. Like, they literally wanted to, like, stay. And, like, in that... Realm and like they talk to spirits, but spirits spirits were like, no, like it's not your time yet. Like you need to go back. Like oh my god. So like, and they, I don't, most of the people who talked about things, they were like telling really similar stories and explaining this like in between like realm or like ascension spot as like like all the same similar, yeah. yeah, and it was just so fascinating, and I've just been so interested. My um, cousin um, told me, my cousin Kim told me about this book, it's called Journey of Souls, and it's, like, I, I haven't read it yet, but it's basically, like, um, a hypnotist, like, sends these, so that people have had near-death experiences, he kind of, like, hypnotizes them into, like, a state where they're able to, like, describe it and talk about it, and then, like, it's all written in this book. Okay. I, I need to order it. It's on Amazon. Um but, like, I've just been really fascinated with the image. Change. I used to be, like, afraid to die. Mm-hmm. I used to be afraid of that life. I was afraid. Of, I thought there was heaven and hell, and I thought I would maybe end up in, I don't know, hell. But, okay, but I'm, like, I don't necessarily believe in that, but I am afraid of death. Like, I'm at that point I was where too. I, I think about it, and even right now, I feel like I could start hyperventilating, because <laughs> when I start yeah. thinking about it, we'll my We'll put a brain, trigger warning on this episode, Yeah. Too. My brain just, like it starts thinking of everything, and it's, like, I think it's the fear of the unknown, too. Yes, and I have a huge fear of that as someone who's, like, super anxious all the time. Yeah. And I was exactly like that up until, like, I feel like I've connected more and just started to, like, look more into it, and I've had, like, so when I do Reiki and stuff, I've had some, like, experiences. I also, like, sometimes see spirit, and it never really happened to me, like, this much, or, like, I never was so sure of it until like I started getting more in touch with my spirituality and like meditating and like opening myself up more. Um, I also like use crystals. So like every day, almost, you've probably seen it in any of my, our pictures or my pictures. I often have like a, um, necklace around my neck and it has a black stone, a black crystal and that's black tourmaline, which is, um, Basically, they, like, keep negative energy out. It has other benefits, too, but I use it for that because I find that when I go out in public, I pick up, like, negative energy from other people. And even when I physically touch other people, all of their energy just seeps into me. And it's, like, it's seriously, like, so overwhelming. And it's, like, overstimulating for me. And I was told by, like, a couple, like, energy healers and, like, psychics that I need to protect myself with crystals and, you know, they even said, like, when I get home, I should be, like, wash it. Like, if I go out in public, because I'm around, if I'm around so many people, I should be going home and, like, bathing with salt. Like,
1: that's really? what they told me.
0: Yeah. So. That's interesting. Yeah. And I have other crystals for other reasons, and, like, I don't need to sit here and go on about all of it. But yeah. But I just use those things. You can think I'm full of, like shit and it's all whatever but that's your belief i respect people who are christian catholic hindu like yeah anything yes. i respect for that and like people will call me cuckoo whatever but what is working for me and as we always say like you do you i am a do me um des has had like i feel like you have had experiences with like ghosts and stuff like in yeah your i've had like I don't know, it's, it's so weird because it's, like, when you think about it, you're, like, no, that, that can't, like, that didn't happen. Mm. But, like, I feel like I have spirits or, like, I don't know what you would really call them, but, like, come to me in my dreams. Yeah. Um, And that's a big, that is a real, legit thing. Yeah. And it's, like, crazy, like, I, when I lived in my old house, I grew up in this house for 20 years. And I remember there was a point, I think, honestly, it was after my grandpa died. Yeah, probably. And... I was, like, kind of, like, just thinking about, like, well, what happens? Like, yeah, and I, that's kind of where I was, like, you know what? There can't be a God because mm-hmm. why would, if there was, like, why do people go through this? Yeah. And, like, I was a very bitter 13-year-old kid. Yes. Like, it was a very hard time for me. But anyways, um, with the spirits, like, I would have dreams about these people in my house. Yeah. And there was one dream where they were all lined up in my kitchen. And there was this girl, and she was, like... Okay, this is so and so, and I don't really remember their names anymore. But like, he's this age. This is how he died, and like it went. This one doesn't really like you. Blah blah blah. And I'm just like, (laughs) and like it's weird because like I woke up and I remembered everything. Yeah. And they say usually when you when you do remember your dreams, there's a message. So if you do dream a lot, like, and even the listeners. Write down your dreams and start seeing if you're noticing any patterns or any messages that are coming through that are, like... And if you're closed off to it, like, you're probably not going to get them. Yeah. But if you're open to it... And that's the thing, too, is I was, like, I was very open because I wanted my grandpa Mm -hmm. to show me a sign. And I feel like seeing that kind of opened up other spiritual stuff. Mm -hmm. But anyways, with that, too, um, I remember, like, saying in my dream to this lady. Her name was Kathy. I still remember. (laughs) And she was, like, saying all this stuff, and I was like, you know what, like, I don't believe this is real, like, this is just a dream. Yeah. If this is real, um, show me something when I'm awake in the basement. Oh, why would you pick the basement? That place was already creepy yeah. as hell. So anyways, I was literally scared shitless, <laughs> and I didn't go downstairs for, like, two months. Yeah. Like, absolutely not, I'm not going down there. And then I forgot about it a little bit, and I went downstairs, I was doing laundry. And my punching bag starts swaying. Mm. Nothing like extreme, but enough that it wasn't just the wind oh, or like or window like No. No, exactly. And I was like, holy fuck. Mm-hmm. I fucking up the stairs I go. Yeah. And like, obviously it scares me and it still scares me a little bit. But like, it's just so weird to think about the different, like, I don't know how to say it. But like, there's so many different aspects that like, you don't really think about. Yeah. And so I went... Oh, I had a psychic appointment, and no, actually, sorry. I went to Reiki. This is like the first time I went. Okay. And while I'm laying there, I see this like green aura, which is like heart, your heart chakra, um, and this baby, this like very angelic looking baby. And wh- I didn't say anything, and I was. I and when I had it, I so after that, I had an appointment with a different person, like a psychic. I didn't say anything about this baby, but I, I set my attention for this call. I wanted to know, was that my baby? Yeah. Is that baby coming to me? Like, cause I, and, and so the, the psychic at one point says to me, so are you like, is there something with like a baby or kids? Like you're thinking of, of kids or what's going on? Like, I, I don't know. I keep getting that. You're like thinking about a baby. And I was like, well, I just had Reiki yesterday and I saw this baby. And I was wondering, yeah. you know, is it mine? Like what is it? And she basically said, like, so apparently our souls choose us before we even, like, before they're even created. So, like, this is what I believe and this is what she told me. That, like, we exist as souls first and long before we're even conceived. Okay. We exist in this world. And I also believe in reincarnation. Mm-hmm. I believe in all that kind of stuff. So, she's basically saying, like, that was your baby that chose you. And they're not ready to come into this world yet. And she told me the gender and everything. So, in a couple years, when we're still podcasting, if she was fucking correct, I'm going to I will shit my pants. (laughs) Yeah. Like, that will be so cool. But, like, I have goosies. Woo! (laughs) Yeah. I know. It's, like, creepy. So um, That's fucking crazy. And I haven't told people, like, what she said the gender is going to be because... Or the sex. What the sex is going to be because I... I don't want to give it away. Like, I want it to be, like, a a, bit, a surprise. Yeah. Even for myself, I'm like, what? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's just, like, some stuff. And, yeah, I've heard, there's some crazy other stories that I'd love to bring up, but I can't because they're not my stories to share. Some of them are that I can't remember, but there are specific ones that are in my head that I, that I want to share, but I need to ask permission first. But, um, yeah, and I just feel like, like I said earlier, like, with the manifesting and, like, putting that positive energy out there, Things just come back, and and life is much brighter. And when you're like giving, like giving yourself time to just like sit there and meditate, like I don't have the attention span to do that for thirty minutes. Yeah. But if I take like five minutes in the morning, or in my car, or something like that, it just like raises the vibrations and puts me on a higher level. Well, it also goes back to like last week's episode where we talked about self care and like yeah. even like when I was dancing with my nephew in the sunshine. That's self care. Like it was literally just like so soothing to my soul yeah. and like I just felt so whole and like reconnected yeah and like I don't I don't practice that shit ever no and like I'm I'm trying to do more of it yeah. so it's it's just like so cool to like see it come full circle yeah. almost and I started to like I have like um set up my phone I have like mantras that come to me every morning and I read them and like positive affirmations that come to me um and I started writing down like ones that like really stick out to me yeah um on and I stick them on sticky notes onto, like, the wall in front of my desk so that when I sit down, I can reread them. I also have done, like, lots of, like, tarot readings. I have my own tarot cards, and, um, my friend Liv and her mom both have their own tarot cards, um, and different types of cards. And, like, they read one for me the other day, and it was so accurate. Like, I want yeah. to, like, vomit. <laughs> yeah. Like, some of this stuff is just, like, crazy. Yeah. So, I don't know. This is, like, I'm trying to think of what else she asked, um book recommendations like I said um Journey of Souls I want to read it I haven't read it but I've heard it's really good um I might post like make a post about that because my aunt is very spiritual and she has a lot of books that she like it's like Des you should read this and like I just don't have the time to do it but I need to make the time we should make a highlight yeah okay yeah we'll do that um yeah and then Surviving Death on Netflix is a good one there's tons of other ones I just have to pull them out I have like my own little book collection too of things that I've read or like even just books that have little like daily affirmations or yeah. daily like things to go off of like those are good too like I have a little like mini buddha book about different mantras and stuff so we will post some suggestions um and if you have any like specific questions hit us up hit us up um yeah as usual. the thing one thing that I don't know if I mentioned already probably did but setting intent. Intentions? Yeah, yeah. Why can't I speak? That's, Fuck. I know. <laughs> Anyways, setting intentions, it, like, it's life-changing, too. Like, you're like, okay, you know what? I'm going to have a fucking good day today. Like, just having, like, just giving something also more purpose. Like, even yeah. what you're doing. Like, it's like, when I was cleaning this room, it's like, I was... Cleaning it with the intention of knowing that I'm going to feel peace and, like, a breath of fresh air and things, that weight lifted off of me. And also just comfort for us to have a space to podcast that's functional and, like, enjoyable to be in. And also a room that I can come and read or come and listen to a podcast or just relax yeah. and just, like, a space that I enjoy. Because that's – since we bought the house, it's what we wanted this space for. Yeah. And it's just been filled with shit. And just getting, clearing it out. Like, why do I need it? Yeah, we need and to you live don't. a more minimalistic life. Yeah. Even Dante says that he's been practicing more and setting more intentions and being more intentional with things, and that it's changed his life too mm-hmm. for the for the better. So yeah, like yeah. setting intentions. I agree with you 100 percent on yeah. that. Yep. Yep. Um. What else do we all oh, know? Oh, I don't know. Um. So something that's like kind of weird. That, like, I'm, I am I just wanted to talk about because I feel like I want to know, like, your take on it. And, like, we talk about self-love and body positivity. Mm-hmm. So, like, Botox and fillers. Yeah. So, like, first of all, even before we talk about that, I feel like if you don't like something about yourself and you want to change it, go for it. Yeah. I like, agree. you know what? Like, yes, I would. To an extent. Like, please don't, like, go and do something dangerous to yourself. Yeah, like, crazy. But, like, yeah. I just feel like, obviously, I, I like preach self love and I'm like, I want you to love yourself. I want you to see you the way I see you. Like and like I've been trying like I've been on a journey to loving myself for so long. Yeah. Um but yeah I just feel like do what's best for you. If you don't like the way something is and you want to change it, go for it. Like it's your body, your rules. Yeah, I agree. Do what you need to do. Um with Botox and fillers, I'm not gonna lie, I definitely have considered. Yeah, me too. My forehead is so wrinkly since I've lost weight and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but it's, like, I feel like I would feel better about it and less self-conscious about it yeah, if I had a little bit of, like, Botox. However, I mean, I also feel like I should love myself for its own natural, and, like, I feel like that's where I'm kind of, like, like, Crossroads. yeah, I'm, like, do I want to do that or do I want to just let yeah. things go? And then also, like, do I want to keep up with that for the rest of my life because it's kind of something that you can't just do once, like, yeah. And also, like, for me, too, is, if, like, I think about it in my own head. I'm like, am I doing it because I want to do it for me? Or am I doing it because I think that I will be more attractive to, attractive to other, other, other people? people? Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, fuck that. Like, yeah, no. Exactly. The only person I need to impress is me myself. Myself, yeah. But I understand why people do it. And, you know... As long as you're doing it safely and you're not, like, doing it yourself, like, unless, you you're, like unless you're, like, a registered doctor. or If I've seen them, don't do it. It still looks weird to me, and I feel like you should have a professional, like, other than you doing it. But yeah. anyways, the point is, like, I feel like also while promoting body positivity and self-love and all of those things, we also need to encourage people to, like, if something's going to make them feel better about themselves, stop being judgmental about them wanting to do it. Yeah. You know, because I hear, like, some people, like, oh, my God, did you hear, like, so-and-so? Like, they got this, or they got this done, or they got their boobs done. It's like, okay, but, like, maybe that person getting their boobs done has increased their confidence yeah. tenfold, and they are feeling and on And maybe, top of the world, it, did you ever think that they did it for themselves? Yeah. And not for, not you. for anybody else. And not for you to comment on, yeah. either. Yeah. Yeah, I totally feel that. And, like, even, like, with me, this is actually something I wanted to talk about, um, just about, like, I'm um, always feeling the need to lose weight mm-hmm. and like I just obsess and I always have over the fact of like it's always been about losing weight yeah because I need to look a certain way to appeal to whoever right and like you know what I look at myself and I love my body and I love who I am but at the same time I'm like you know what I would like to lose a little bit of weight just for health issues or like you know what I mean like like me that's yeah, what I did yeah yeah and, um, but, yeah, just, like, just do you. But also, like, if someone, this is the part, two where with the body positivity stuff, it's, like, sometimes I feel like people are, like, well, no, if you want to lose weight but you're body positive, then you're not body positive. Yeah, and I disagree with that. I thing. agree. I feel like it still needs to be. I mean, I disagree be, that you. Agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, like, you still need to support people, and if they, if it's something that they want to do with their body, it shouldn't be your fucking business. Yeah, no. Period. And the thing is. is period. Yeah. <laughs> i love myself the way i am now yeah and i will continue to love myself whether i lose weight or i gain weight or i stay the same yeah and i actually saw a tiktok and i forget what her name is i feel like it's like alicia or something she's very like body positive alicia mccarville yes yeah okay anyway so i saw a tiktok and she's talking about hot girl summer Mm -hmm. oh yeah i saw this and wearing like bikinis and stuff and she's like stop obsessing over losing weight put a fucking bikini on and have and a hot girl. It. Yeah, have a hot girl summer. Like you I saw that happen. too. I was like, "Yeah, girl." And get it just, it. Yeah, it just kind of like also reminded me of me. Like, I feel like I try to be very like encouraging about specifically bigger women in bikinis. Yeah, and I wear a bikini yeah. all summer. Yeah, and it's like, you know what? Yeah, sometimes my self conscious. Yeah, but you know what? I'm still gonna rock it. And yeah. if you have a fucking problem, don't fucking look. Yeah, agree. Do you remember? <laughs> I was thinking about this. Do you remember? I feel like it was like two years ago at my cottage.
1: Maybe yeah. three. I don't know
0: um We yeah. were at the beach I think it was the year before COVID. Yeah, about two years. And I mean, obviously, we were both yeah. big girls. Yeah, bad. and yeah, it's not a bad word. Yeah, bad. and uh we were there, and these girls were literally staring at you, and I was like, I kind of didn't really think about it, and like you noticed it, and like you're like, you're like <laughs> given like the look, like bitch, you want to fucking fight? Not actually, but like you know, yeah, and. I finally, like, I just had enough, and, like, I'm a fat girl at the beach, too, and I literally looked at them, and I said, have you never seen a fat girl in a bikini before? (laughs) I don't remember this. Yeah. I was so fucking mad. And what did they say? Did they respond? They literally was like, whoop. And even. Yeah. I bet, yeah. Because, like, I'm going to call you out on your shit. Yeah, no, and that's the thing, too. We are not on this earth to judge other people. Or please other people. Or please other people either. But also, like, coming from the other end, like, it's, like, it's not my business what that person's doing. And fat doesn't equal unhealthy, and thin Mm -hmm. doesn't equal, or skinny doesn't equal healthy. Um, and we are, we do not exist on this world to judge each other and to tell each other what we should be doing with our bodies or with our lives, what we should be wearing. That's not why we're here. And Shell made a good point, or maybe it was you on next week's podcast, about, um what was it what you guys said something that was like it was really good um I might have just lost mashed potato brain yeah mashed potato brain um oh if everybody worked out and ate the same we would Mm. still all look different and it's so true yeah and like with the bikini thing too it's like um chances are not chances are but I mean in some circumstances when I wear a bikini to the beach I'm already self-conscious yeah and it's like people like that just make it so, so much harder much way worse and it's just it's so unnecessary and it's just kind of like fuck you yeah literally fuck you so if y'all are listening put on the damn outfit and have a hot girl summer yeah just Who fucking rock shit? it and chances are they aren't even fucking looking at no. you maybe if they're those bitches that were at fucking <laughs> port alden beach a couple years yeah. ago. but um but just like also but they're probably insecure themselves or else yeah. they wouldn't care Wearing that and being confident in who you are and what you look like and whatever, it's probably going to encourage somebody else that isn't feeling so good about themselves Yeah, to be like, hey, you know what, that person's loving themselves, I probably should too. Yeah, I agree so, with you. Yeah. So, anyways, if you want fillers, if you want Botox, if you want to rock a bikini, if you want to Rock a one piece. If you want to rock a friggin' full wetsuit, I love it. Do I it. You want to fucking go around naked? Yeah, Please do. do you? Do you? Just don't get yourself into trouble. Do it at maybe a nude beach. Because I don't <laughs> you think you can totally legal. do that. Go to a nude beach. Yes, um, that would i be think there's a really cool one in BC that I want to go to. Okay, but yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> anywho, if you don't know us or me, I guess we love to be both we'll of us. Yeah, not necessarily together, but um. I mean, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but like. I just, I like, like, I sleep, well, unless I'm really cold, I oh, sleep, no. I sleep naked. I used to be really warm, but now I'm a lot I, I not sleep clothes on. And mm-hmm. I have to be naked. Me too, but... And I'm naked 99% of the time. Oh, yeah, this one's always naked. She literally texted me the other day that her landlord just showed up unannounced, and he's outside of her window shoveling or something, and she's freaking butt naked and can't get up because her blinds are open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can just, like, go to the curtains and close them with my fucking titties out, like, hey. Hey there, <laughs> landlord. How's <laughs> it going? Yeah, so, um, anyways, that's enough on that. But on kind of the similar topic about, like, body... <laughs> (laughs) and like even what you said about weight loss Um, I want to talk about eating intuitively yeah so I'm gonna say some stuff and if you are very active patient or whatever you might disagree with me so with this program with me losing weight there are a lot of rules there are rules set in place for a reason I understand that but I also believe that it comes to a point where it's not sustainable for life. You're not gonna be successful if you're super if you're super restrictive. Obviously, listen to your body, and that's the most important thing, and that's where this kind of all goes. Listen to your body. So what so what you're supposed to do is eat under a certain amount of calories a day, pretty much. Eat certain foods, eat a certain amount of protein, blah blah blah. I was tracking everything I was eating, and not because I was obsessed, but it kind of turns into an obsession. Yeah. So it's like I, want, I have to eat this much protein. I have to do this. I have to stay under this amount of calories. If I work out, I can eat this many calories. If I like, But I just don't believe in that, and I don't want to do that anymore. So I've decided to go with eating intuitively. So thinking about what I'm eating, eating things that I know are nourishing my body, and eating things that make me feel good and that taste good. Yeah. And enjoying life. And you know what? It's really fucking hard for me when I'm PMSing to not want to eat junk or not want to eat things that are bad for me and you know what sometimes I have a treat here and there and that's okay and I'm allowed to and I'm human and just because I had the surgery doesn't mean that I shouldn't be able to eat certain foods or whatever obviously my body is going to make me sick because it doesn't like what I'm eating okay obviously I'm not going to eat that yeah but like I feel like listening to your body and since everybody's different we can't all follow the same guidelines because we all have different bodies. Our bodies like different things. Our bodies dislike different things. Like, you know, in the plans or in the sample meal plans, there, a lot of them are, like, really high in dairy. And, like, I eat some dairy, like cheese and yogurt. But, like, I don't eat, like, I don't drink cow's milk at all. <laughs> you would like to vomit. I hate milk. It's the most disgusting thing. I'm surprised that I can even eat cheese or yogurt. But um, I, I, I drink cashew milk. Well, cashew milk is lower in protein. But it's also way lower in sugar. Because... Usually milk products have a high sugar content. Yeah. So it's, like, for me personally, I don't enjoy a lot of milk products, and I prefer to eat, like, almond or cashew milk or almond milk or oat milk or whatever, and it doesn't matter. Like, I don't need to get into the nitty-gritty, but my point is, is, like, everybody's different, and everybody should eat what makes them feel good? Obviously, I even could watch my portions because my stomach is smaller than the average person. That's part of the surgery. Mm. So, but I so I do pay attention to my portions. But like you know, what I baked cookies this weekend, and I had some, and yeah. they are great, and I feel good having them. But I'm not obsessing over the calories. And you know what's funny? And I don't weigh myself every day. I uh, I don't. I had to weigh myself every certain amount of time for the clinic when I first had surgery because they like. They measure track, and they yeah. want to track it, but like now I don't weigh myself like I used to. Like I used to weigh myself every single day, but then it's like you just become obsessed and it's unhealthy. And the way that I feel is like if I continue to follow every single guideline that they put out there, I feel like for me it turns into disordered eating. Yeah. And I start worrying: Am I hitting? The, am I matching the statistics? Am I? You put so much pressure. Yes. Yeah, I put too much pressure on myself, and then your cortisol levels go up, and you don't lose weight anyway. So what's the point? Yeah. So it's like I noticed when I eat more intuitively and actually listen to my body, I might not step on the scale for three weeks, but then I step on the scale and I'm like, oh, I went down. Yeah. And I'm not obsessing over it. Do I celebrate little victories? For sure, because I set goals for myself. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. But I also believe that if you obsess over the scale and you pay so much attention to the scale, like, it's not healthy either. Yeah, I agree Um and sometimes I fucking hate it, like, I hate it, and I want to throw it in the fucking garbage, yeah. or I want to, like, burn it, or whatever, but, <laughs> um, I just feel like we should be listening to our bodies, like, I don't know what Yeah, I thinking. agree, no, I completely agree, and, like, I am someone that, like I mentioned before, everything has always been about losing weight, and yeah. looking a certain way, and I need to be thinner, and, you know what, I will love myself more if I'm thinner, Yeah. or, you know what I mean, and... I would go on these crazy diets where I would eat chicken and broccoli, Yeah. and that's it. Yeah. And I'm just like I had no, I wasn't counting like by protein or anything like that, yeah. and I was just like you know what chicken and broccoli because that's healthy yeah. with air quotes. Yeah. Um, and oh yeah, yeah, I lost this. But this super much restrictive diets are not and helping. That's the thing, is it? It never worked out because yeah. I just restricted myself. And then you get Regain and you get all these other yeah. things. Yeah. And it develops an unhealthy relationship with food. That's, that's yes. And it, like, for me, um, I won't get too far into it, but I've obviously had a lot of issues surrounding food, eating food, yeah. not eating food. Yep, yeah, me too. Um, And you just become obsessed. Yeah. And it's like, I, I think I mentioned a few podcasts ago, I would lose... You know, fifteen pounds in a week, yeah. and I'm like, oh my god, I'm so proud of myself. Yeah. Did I do it healthily? Absolutely not. Yeah. And then I binge and I gain ten pounds in a few days, yeah. and I'm like, wow, I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, no, you know, and I mean, it's it's a serious thing. Like the the point of like having a healthy relationship with food is huge. And like when I was a kid, like I would like hide food because I was always the chubby kid. I would like hide snacks and eat in secret and do all these things that I know. Like now looking back, I'm like. That was a problem. Like, I had a problem that probably should have been addressed. Yeah. And it was never addressed in, like, the right way. And then it just made it worse and worse. And then as I got older, my relationship with food was so unhealthy. And, like, it's still a work in progress. Mm -hmm. But, like, when I think about what I'm eating and I eat intuitively and I do it to nourish my body and I eat food that makes me feel good, but I also eat food that tastes good, I'm so much more happier. I'm so much more healthy. Yep. And it's just, like, my relationship with food has become less of a struggle and a battle. Yeah. I do, I if I'm being 110% honest, like I said before, when I'm PMSing, that is the hardest time for me. And this past week, and for me, like, I have PMDD, which is basically, like, really, really intense, shitty uh, premenstrual symptoms. Um, it's called premenstrual dysphoric disorder. You can Google it um my mom also has it so like I think it got passed down to me but like the cravings are out of control the mood swings out of control the irritability like all of it yeah I used to be like medicated for it yeah um but the food like I struggle I don't know if you have the same thing but I just can't like I feel like I can't control myself it's weird because um like before I start my period I like feel like I can't eat yeah and like I don't I barely eat and then I get my period and I'm like, give me everything. Yeah. So, so And it's like, less like pre, it's more like during. Yeah. And, and I'm then if, I'm the opposite. Yeah. And I just feel like so sick before. I'm like, no, like I can't. Yeah. Um but yeah, back to like the restricting and being like restrictive, I just feel like that is like so much pressure. Yeah. And like that's something that I have struggled with for so long. Yeah. And like with you like saying like that you're eating intuitively like I have been trying to do more of that and yeah. like when say like I have dinner with my family and they're eating pasta and I'm like you know what I'm trying to like nourish my body with healthier things yeah but you know what? I really want that pasta so I'm eating that pasta yeah yeah and that's exactly. just it okay. yeah but it's also like you just it's like what what your body needs and wants and like just because you have pasta doesn't mean you like can't eat vegetables too on the side or you can't yeah. you know. And you don't need to feel guilty no, about eating and that's faster. the thing I have a lot of guilt around eating and that's that stems from like my childhood and you know I think that that's part of the reason that it's hard for me now like and so there's like this thing that people refer to in the bariatric world called um, the bible and it's basically, like, this book with all of the guidelines on eating and, like, when to eat and how much to eat and when to introduce these foods, and when to, like, because basically you start over with, like, a baby stomach, and you literally have to be on, like, a liquid diet, then a soft food diet, like, purees for, like, a month. And I remember when you did that, and I was yeah. like, Ooh. And, like, I wouldn't have been able to eat real food anyways, yeah. but, like, I was able to introduce food earlier mm-hmm. because my body was okay with it. Um, and that's another thing, you were doing what was right for you. Yes. And, like, even though the Bible didn't say I could do it for maybe another week or two, I did what I needed to do. And I'm not encouraging other people not to listen. I'm just saying, yes, there's there's things in place for a reason. But I also feel like some rules are meant to be bent. And I also believe that, like, uh, my body, I know my body. Yeah. Like, you know I, don't body need, anybody else. I don't eat a lot of dairy. I don't eat a lot of gluten. Mm-hmm. That's my personal preference. But there might be tons of dairy things in the book. But I choose not to eat them. Do I try to get protein other ways? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, it's just about balance. It's about, you know, nourishing your body. It's about having a healthy relationship with food and just, like, not being restrictive. Yeah, for sure. Do you have anything more to say? No, I I just just wanted to bring it up because I thought it'd be... Yeah. Um, We might as well wrap her up. Um, Do I talk about the giveaway? Yeah, so we have a giveaway coming up. Um, So, it is coming when do we or we, do we have a date yeah, Let's not, not, really let's not really because you know what we're we still gathering want. the stuff that we'd like to put in it should and we tell them the theme or no i guess yes. yes okay so we decided to be appropriate for us to do a self-care themed giveaway so because we talk so much about self-care and we believe in it and we want to encourage it so we have created um we've gathered some items and we're not going to say what they are um together and we're going and we've thought of them together and um we're going to do a giveaway, so keep an eye out for it. Um, it's coming. I know yeah, we've been telling it. I know it's, but we we said that last time. But like we just we had to order some stuff. Like we obviously can't get certain things in stores anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So we decided. Yeah. So we're gonna do that soon. Keep an eye out for that. Um, and then next week, like I mentioned in the beginning, or as we mentioned, um, we have our episode with Shell. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah keep an eye of that. That one's going to be really good, guys. I really think that you guys will like it. appreciate it. And um, I think it's, it's a really important topic we're talking about. And, and it's something that needs to be talked about more. And, and normalized. And so. normalized. And we're really excited about that. So, stay tuned for that. And keep an eye out. Um, as usual, follow us on social media. Engage with us on social media. We want to hear from you. Talk to us. We <laughs> want to know what you guys want to hear. Like. Yeah. If if, we did, if someone didn't reach out to us and tell us they wanted to know more about our view on spirituality, we wouldn't have talked about it today. So, yeah, exactly. We'll, and we have more stuff um, that we wanted to cover today, and we ran out of time because we kind of rambled, and I'm sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of just what it is. Yeah, so we'll cover that stuff next time. Um, and we hope you guys have a great week. We're at Not Your Babys Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. And we're going to we post one of our. We have a few drafts that we haven't posted. So. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to post those. Um, and if you need to email us or you want to collab with us or anything, yep. um, email us at notyourbabespodcast at gmail.com. Have an amazing week. Um, happy, set intentions. Set intentions for a positive week. Um, happy hump day. Happy humping. We love y'all. Bye.